Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Fly, and we're back with another Texas Hill Country Fishing Report with Greg Wheelander of Upstream on the Fly. How you doing, Greg? Well, hi Marvin. Uh, it's it's not too bad, you know. It's uh, especially in regards to the heat, you know. Considering we're in June, we're, we're having some very pleasant days. Um, I think the last time we spoke uh, two weeks ago, we had a couple days reaching 100 degrees. I was a little concerned. But luckily, we got back in the high 80s and low 90s in the Texas Hill Country. So we just finished a week this past week with some of the lowest humidity levels, considering it was in June. Um, I saw like 17 to 30 percent humidity, which when it was high of 80 to 90 on the thermometer, it actually was feeling pretty good outside. Um, and, you know, there's a, an old saying it says it's not the heat, but the humidity. So, uh We've been having some decent weather. Well, that's great. And more importantly, I'm sure you've had a chance to go get the oil and your truck changed after all of your road tripping and presenting you were doing the last time I talked to you. <laughs> well, that's right. You know, uh, Marvin, I'm, I'm driving Toyota product now. So I, I go like 10,000 miles before I have to get an oil change. Um, so, uh, but yeah, I, I know what you mean. Um, I have been burned up and down the road doing some fishing though. Um, over the last two weeks, I've been out on Lake Travis, and I've also been uh, spending a great deal of time out on the Lano River. Um, fishing on Lake Travis has, has been actually producing some nice Guadalupe bass uh, in the morning on top waters. And uh, I've been fishing the, the main lake, high bluffs, so that kind of keeps the sun off the water until uh, about 10 in the morning. And then after the sun gets up, uh, I'll switch over and, uh, start throwing some streamers. Um, the lake, the lake, um, up on Travis is, it's actually gone up four feet since I was, I think, uh, last talking about it. And that was, uh, three weeks ago, we had some rain. So, um, that's a good thing. So currently the Lake Travis is about nine feet at above or below pool, which, uh, was better than what we started back in the spring. I think we were down about 11 feet below pools. So um, that rain we've had about three, four weeks ago definitely has been a good shot in the arm for our water. Um, but I had, um, had had some guy trips that I was running out on Milano, uh, some wet waiting trips. Um, so I've been out on Milano a lot recently. Um, there had been some some rain that had hit that watershed also three weeks ago. So there was a small rise in in the flow, uh, which is, which is a good thing as we, we, you know, get into summer, the water clarity was, was okay. It was still clearing up a little bit, but, um, the fish were responding. Um, and I've, uh, checked out several locations over the last couple of weeks. Um, you know, I was driving in from the West and I wanted to stop in the town of Lando and go check out the, uh, the water below the dam. There's a little low water dam and the water actually has been coming out the bottom of the dam versus going over the top. I had mentioned that a few weeks ago, and that was doing the, the dredging. They've been doing some dredging on the, uh, the, the little lake there in downtown Lano. Um, so the water's coming out below the dam. So um, when, you're, when you're looking downstream from, say, the highway or the dam, the water's all running off to the right, um, which is basically where the gates are underneath the dam. So typically 
She only expects some water over on the left side, too, because there's an island in the middle and the two streams kind of join up downstream a couple hundred yards. Well, there's no water on the left. It's all over on the right. So if you want to go access that, I'd access it from the south side. There's a park over there um, if you wanted to go downstream. But the uh, but the land has been producing a lot of small Guadalupe bass, um, you know, six to eight inches, which isn't big, but that's, that's great news, though, because um, the river's been rebounding from the, the severe flood that we had back in October of 2018. I mean, it was one of those, you know, I've heard where it's even possibly a thousand year flood. I mean, it was just devastating to to all life, you know, from aquatic life to the fish. Um, you know, we've been catching some green sunfish and also a few red breast sunfish, but the bass actually have been outnumbering the sunfish, which, which is normally the reverse. Um, normally catch more sunfish than bass. But um, what's also been interesting is every, every time I've been on the land in the last two weeks, I've been catching a catfish or two, or my clients have caught a couple catfish. So uh, that's always kind of fun and exciting because the catfish does have a tussle. It does want to put up a fight. Um, but, you know, since there's been so many small bass being caught, I knew that there had to be some bigger fish somewhere. So, I mean, it makes sense. So on a recent guide trip, we had uh, transversed through some deep water. I mean, we're talking water up to our armpits just to get over to uh, some areas that, looked like it was holding some bigger fish and uh definitely was i had a client hook up with a very nice large amount of bass and uh, you know it was his first fish of that size that he's ever had on the fly rod he was uh kind of a newbie in the fly fishing world and um unfortunately the fish broke him off so we didn't get a picture of that but like he was saying you know that's that's going to keep me coming back i mean it was it was pretty exciting for him he really learned a lot and he enjoyed uh being out on the Llano, um, you know, an additional update on our Highland Lakes, I'm starting to see some uh, mid midday surface activity. So at first I thought it was some white bass, but actually it's, it's largemouth and the largemouth are chasing shad up on top. So bring a pair of binoculars or, or keep your eyes open because, uh, you know, during the middle of the day when the winds are fairly calm, you could, you could see it going on and uh, they'll hit, anything from a clouser to top water but um you know the san gabriel river also has been fishing well um there's the the lower colorado east of austin that's been fishing okay um as long as you're timing it in between releases so um as far as being able to float with a raft it's a little tough right now but uh taking a jet boat over there um and timing it during the day kind of doing a half a day uh, trip has, has been okay. The water's a little higher, but um, it, it'll top off up to a couple thousand by uh, three or four in the afternoon. So uh, it's all about timing. And, uh, you know, my, my lower section that I fish a lot out of my raft with some private land access has not been working well due to the, the higher releases coming out of Longhorn Dam in, uh, in downtown Austin. Um, but let's talk about tips and techniques. Um, so the lakes, anything shad, any sh shad-related bait fish um, for topwater action, and even even yellow poppers are working. So um, streamers, well, anything resembling shad, it's like the fish are keyed in on shad right now. 
So clouds or minnows are all working and um, intermediate lines. So when you uh, switch over to streamers as the day goes on, I definitely switch over to intermediate lines or full, full sinking lines um, because the fish are starting to kind of get in their summer patterns. But um, it's, it's exciting, though, when they start to chase shad up on top. So you've got to keep that floating line handy um, and have a clouser or even a topwater popper on so uh, they'll bust the heck out of it. But as far as our rivers, small streams, you know, out on the Llano, early in the morning, I've been doing okay with grasshoppers. So, um, you know, grasshoppers, my go-to pattern is the Llano bug because it basically resembles a hopper or, or even a small frog. Um, and any yellow popper, boogle bugs with the rubber legs, I, I just love yellow boogle bugs. Um, but, you know, the damsel, dragonfly nymphs, it's just been kind of okay for streamers. Um, you know, the Lano has been doing very well with uh, white baitfish streamers. So nothing fancy, just as long as it's white, it looks like, and swims like a river minnow. So uh, a clouser minnow on white um, is working well. But um, I think I think all those floods that had happened out on the Lano had hurt some of the aquatic life. So I'm not seeing as many dragonflies and damselfly adults flying around. I do see a few, but the fish just quite aren't keying in on the uh, damsel nymphs like I typically see at this time of year. So um, clouds or minnows in white. Um, but that's that's about it, Marvin. That's kind of how it's been going in the Texas Hill Country over the last couple of weeks. Got it. And so when you fish for dragonflies and damsels, do you like to fish blue poppers or do you like to fish something that's a little bit more realistic? Well. Um, a blue popper is a great top water for this time of year um, due to the damsels and the dragonflies. But then, um, you know, as the sun gets up, I'll, I'll switch to like, um, you know, some of the various aquatic versions of, of those bugs, you know, so basically in, in its nymph stage, so uh, kind of olive damselfly nymphs, you know, there's a lot of different patterns out there. One of the local, patterns here in, in central Texas is called the swamp monster. So um, I like to tie the swamp monster in an olive. And I think the original pattern was uh, black. You know, it was, um, it was developed back in the days when the, um, there was a fly shop in, in downtown Austin. So uh, that was called the Austin angler. And it's, it's, it's long gone, but one of the guys that worked there had, Spent many lunch breaks going over to Town Lake, which is what it was called back then, and came up with the uh, the fly that we know as the Swamp Monster. So um, this basically is size eight, some rubber legs, olive, little little wing, and a little tail out of marabou, um, and it, it works pretty well as your your nymph for your aquatic version of your damsels and dragonfly nymphs. Very neat, and to kind of help people that are not. Um you know, maybe big still water anglers to help them understand kind of what's going on when you're fishing top early and what drives the fish to structure later in the day and then brings them back to the top in the evening? Yeah. So, you know, a, a bass, whether it be a largemouth or a Guadalupe bass, um, it doesn't like, doesn't like light. Okay. So when your low light periods, which of course would be your mornings and then your evenings, um, the fish will come up shallow looking for food. 
But as you, as your day progresses and your sun gets up high in the sky and, and say you don't have structure, you don't have trees, you don't have logs, laydowns, um, the, the fish are going to start holding a little deeper. So at that, at that time of day, you know, a floating line, typically a floating line will access about two to three feet of your water depth. So putting an intermediate line on um, or even going to a full sink or sink tip will help you get down below that two to three feet, you know, water column. So uh, your fish will start to to kind of go into your deeper water depths and find some structure. So that's um, a little tougher to be able to, to go after them with a floating line, uh, except in the morning, of course, and then in the evening. Got it. And, you know, folks, we love questions on the Articulate Fly. If you have a question for Greg, if you'll send it to us on the Articulate Fly Facebook page, if we use your question, I'll send you some Articulate Fly swag, and then you're going to get it into a drawing for some cool stuff that Greg's going to put together from some of the brands that he reps. And before I let you hop, Greg, why don't you let folks know where they can find you so they can uh, book you and uh, sweat in the Texas heat and catch some bass? Yeah. So, uh, Definitely find me on my website, which is upstreamonthefly.com, and then on social media, both on Facebook and Instagram, as Upstream on the Fly. Well, that's awesome. Well, listen, folks, you owe it to yourself before it gets super duper hot to get out there and catch a few. Tight lines, everybody. Tight lines, Greg. Thanks, Marvin.